guys, welcome to the Hustle and Flow podcast. I'm Sean, the hustle. I'm Les, the flow. Let's go. Right, Sean, new week, new topic. Uh, I think you got one for us. I do. My turn this week to choose a topic. So this week's topic, uh, I'd like to talk about the idea and the notions of having a creed. Having a creed? Mm. Okay. So we've talked about this before, I think. Yeah. Not for a while, though. Mm. So I'm interested to see... What conversation we have today around that yeah, cool. and if things have changed um for either of us in this conversation um so yeah that's what i want to talk about so what brought that up since like, like you said we haven't talked about it in, in uh, quite some time um and i do remember when we did it was must have been a few years ago i think uh, at least yeah so yeah so um i'm not really sure if there's one specific thing that's brought it up or brought it up for me to think about but i was just thinking the last couple of days i'm like people i think a lot of people just run around existing operating without really thinking about what they're doing yeah um and i think that's especially apparent right now um what's the date today 11th of march and there's all this craziness happening with coronavirus and people getting really scared and doing silly things like stocking up on toilet paper and getting into fights over it. Yeah. Um, and it's just like people are just running around like their heads are going to get chopped off. They haven't been chopped off. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, I wonder if people actually had a code that they live by. Yeah. Would things be different? And sure. it got me thinking, do people actually think about that mm. outside of people like us where like if you have a code if you have a creed that you live by because i do have a creed that i live by that i came up with a couple of years ago Mm. um and you know since i put that into place for myself like and do my best to live by it things have definitely gotten better and also makes my decisions much easier it makes um how i approach things um a lot simpler for me yeah so yeah i was just thought it'd be a cool topic to talk about today and for the people listening that if you've never actually thought about it might be worth considering um, having a creed or working out a creed for yourself and i think firstly that's it is a great topic to talk about and um very poignant uh like you said in points and times like this but um for the audience um maybe you can give everyone uh your own definition of what a creed personal creed means to you yep so a creed is essentially a set of beliefs or a set of aims that you have for yourself mm. and which you adhere to and that you choose to adhere to and that you do your best to live by. That's yeah. a creed. Yeah. So there's uh, famous creeds like um, what's that? Like apostles, the Apostles Creed, um, and Apollo Creed. <laughs> yeah, Apollo Creed. <laughs> He's a famous creed, <laughs> but um, <laughs> there's a uh, there are creeds out there and there's this notion as well that a creed has a religious undertone to it. Yeah. Um, and they can, the famous ones do for sure. Um, but what I'm talking about is just a set of beliefs that you choose for yourself, yeah. period. doesn't have to be religious. Mm. Just be um, beliefs that you actually believe in and that you want to live by. Yeah. And I guess those beliefs are born out of your values. Mm. and and the things that you've been taught and um what i think is important when it comes to having your own creed is working out 
what your beliefs actually are because it's very easy to just operate and yeah, and, sure. and um, walk through life doing things without actually thinking about why we're doing them. Yeah. And I think it's a good, actually putting together your own creed is a good way to uh, question your beliefs, mm. work out what they actually are. And if they're the ones that you want to hold going forward. Yeah. And bring clarity. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, like you said, it's, it's, the behavior on the back of certain crises and I recently wrote about this um, on my blog is it's reactionary it's more of a a knee-jerk reaction or maybe it's even um, coupled with a little bit of ignorance mixed in so what I sort of mean by that is you take the words of a media personality, mm-hmm. the words may be quite lazy. They may be ill-informed. They may be off the cuff. Um, and they may have an intention for proliferation of gossip and attention. But we grasp onto that and we react by going crazy and... Uh, stocking up on toilet paper yeah. to assist us through an apocalyptic period, which <laughs> is really silly if you think about it because mm. um, you can wash your ass with water, but you can't really eat toilet paper. Well, I guess you could if you really wanted to, but, uh, you know, I'd be stocking up on food yeah, uh, personally. But I guess what that is saying is that like you were saying, it's a, it's a automatic response. It's not a, a thought out, uh, reflective, um, action, you yeah. know, uh, that, that we are taking <clears throat> and it's difficult. I understand because there's a lot of noise out there and the, the, the it, it, uh, it attracts a lot of attention and it's hard to bring a level of focus and clarity to what it is that we as individuals should be or want to be or how we want to be behaving in situations like this and any situation for that matter. Mm. So it's more of a let's wait and whatever situation arises, we're going to react to it rather than proactively knowing what direction we're walking into and how we want to uphold ourselves um, on the back of, you know, yeah. values, principles, creed. And I think that's a, you said a word there, which is really important, which is like how uphold, like yeah. how you want to uphold yourself. Yeah. And that's what a creed helps you do. Yeah. It's how you want to show up in life, mm. what type of person you want to be and how you want to treat others. That's yeah. essentially like what a creed lets you do. It's yeah. how you're going to show up and how you're going to operate. Totally. And, and the beliefs and values that you're going to apply um, to decisions that you have to make. Mm. Totally. And, and if you have certain beliefs that are well thought out for yourself that are actually considered, right, your actions are likely going to be far different to if you've never thought about it and just respond on mm. the back of what a lot of times is just fear that's thrust upon you yeah. and fear that you allow yourself to feel and be driven by. Yeah. And I think it's important to sort of highlight the, that, um, that point there in terms of well, well thought out and reflective, like... 
Um, me personally, I don't feel like a creed is something that we can simply write up and, and do uh, in a span of, you know, 15 minutes or so. You know, it's just not something unless you have a, a very acute level of clarity as to who you are and what you're about and how you want to present yourself to the world, which, again, in, in, in um, most circumstances, we don't give ourselves the time to think about that stuff. Yeah. So we just don't um, have that level of clarity or self-awareness. Mm. Right. So it takes time and it evolves over time as well as you evolve, right? Yeah. So I think it's important to give examples of what, I guess, a creed might look like. And yeah. if you want to share, like what- Yeah, I'm happy to share. share mine. So mine's really simple. My creed has like uh, four principles, I'd call them, right? So the first one for me is do the right thing. Mm. It's very simple. Just do the right thing. Um, and- that means actually consciously thinking about that in situations. Yeah. Like when you're confronted with options and you can make, um, and you're able to make a choice about what you do, what you say, um, how you treat people. Are you going to do the right thing or the wrong thing? And then you're always going to have people that are like, well, how do you know if it's the right thing or the wrong thing? And yeah. all I say to that is, man, you know what the right thing is. Yeah. Like you do. Yeah. You get that feeling you got when something's not right. Mm. when it's wrong and we all have that mm. right so it's just simple man do the right thing um the second one for me is make every minute count and i mean that quite literally so mm. i think i used to essentially waste a lot of my time um prior to coming up with that principle for myself and uh and valuing it right mm. and it's um making every minute count isn't just about being productive all the time. It's about being where my feet are and uh, appreciating that time is limited because it is and that it's valuable because it is Mm. and that um, how you choose to spend your time really uh, is really like going to be, it's going to determine how your life plays out and the experience you have here. So um, making every minute count and that's even like, like, man, I love being, like, lying down in bed. I love it. But I'm actually conscious about it. I'm like, cool. This feels nice. It's nice and comfy. It's warm. I enjoy this. I feel safe. It's mm. nice, you know? Mm. Um, so it's not all about productivity. Yeah. But then when I'm doing something as well, I'm like, don't. I do my best to not waste my time or doing things. Like, if I can do something in a shorter period, I'll try to do that now. Um, whereas before, I was just kind of like, things just take as long as they take. Yeah, and that's not the case for me anymore because I have this principle in place as part of my creed, right? So that's my second one: make every minute count. Uh, the third one for me is learning or earning. So, in those um, how I approach things now and uh, where I choose to spend my time, primarily, um, I want to be learning something or I want to be earning, mm. right? Mm. And that's not just earning money. Definitely, earning money is a large part of that earning aspect yeah but it's like i want to be learning or earning yeah so when i spend my time i um you know listening to podcasts um when i drive i drive a lot i'm on the road a lot right so i, I try to learn while i'm on the road by listening to podcasts yeah um i read lots of articles i study people that i find successful and that have done the things that i want to do in my life so i can mm. learn how to do those and then um 
when I put things into play and I work, right? And I, I take steps towards um, growing my business or doing the actual work. I think about how that is helping me to earn, right? Mm. So be, always be learning or earning. Yep. And then my fourth one, my fourth principle is uh, just blessings over bullshit. And it's, to, it's all about gratitude and just being mindful that there are far more blessings in this world then there is bullshit if we choose to look at it that way. And it reminds me to have that perspective mm-hmm. and to always be grateful instead of getting caught in that spiral of like, this is shit, that's yep. shit, yep. right? And counting those blessings. So, mm-hmm. and always making sure that you're, um, well, always making sure that I am more mindful of the blessings that I receive um, and the blessing that I can be to people over the bullshit that I might think is around or like being shit for people yep. because we can be right. Yep. And, and that's, that's part of the, you know, we were talking earlier about how your creed helps to dictate how you're going to show up. Yep. Right. So I don't want to show up and be shit for people. Yep. I want to be a blessing for people. That's important to me. Mm. So, um, yeah, man, always counting blessings over bullshit and making sure that you're being a blessing instead of being shit. Mm. that's my fourth one yeah so that's my creed there's four things so to do the right thing make every minute count be learning or earning and blessings over bullshit Mm. and everything i do essentially falls under one of those four categories for me yeah like everything Mm. um and it took me a while to come up with that it didn't take me super long to be honest like i just thought about what's important to me and what's some uh principles that I can use and keep at the front of mind for me to, uh, to li- that I would like to live my life by and that I think I'd be able to carve out um, a good life for myself yep. and those around me. So, and I just wrote them down. I've printed them out. They sit on top of my desk um, and I look at them every morning. It's super simple. And because I've been looking at it for so long and I'd made the distinct choice to try and operate by those principles, it's just, it's how I operate now. Like it's just repetition, right? Yeah. Like repetition, repetition. I had it on my phone lock screen for like, I think a year and a half or something like that. So every time I unlock my screen, there was no notification. I would see that. And like, it just, it's one of those things as well. Your creed, it's not just something you write and put away. You really got to um, be pay attention to it. Call yourself up or... Uh, like reflect if you're actually doing it or not and then when you're not pull yourself up on the fact that you're not yeah. and what are you going to do about that yeah um and then the repetition man like any sort of training like the repetitions where it's at the repetitions how it gets into your mm. um subconscious the repetition is what makes it a habit and a pattern and those principles are like ways that i want to live by habitually yeah and i think i think it's also important to sort of call out that they're not necessarily something that you didn't innately believe in the first place so that whole training aspect like yes it's obviously very practical but i think that there is like a an element of just simply aligning what you truly believe with how you act and that's all it was yeah i mean and it's like a distillation of that yeah and that's why like it was important when i came up with mine i was like what's important to me yeah like what is important to me? Yeah. How do I want to show up in the world, and how do I want um, people 
to receive me. Yeah. Right? Because that's in my control. Yeah. Mostly. That's right. So I'm like, what person do I want to be? Mm. And what values and uh, actions are going to enable me to be that person? Yeah. And then, you know, I was able to distill the things, my values and a whole bunch of my beliefs into those core principles that I could use going forward. Yeah. And that's the way that I did mine. Yeah. 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 And um, have they evolved over time? Um, to be honest, since I uh, wrote my creed, not really. No. Okay. Because still try to do the right thing. I don't see that ever changing for me. It's really important to me. Do the right thing. Yeah. Um, and that's one of those values, I guess, that was just um, I've had in me since I was a kid. Yeah. You know, I'm very fortunate with the family I have, friends that I've had around me, um, and the influences that I've had. That for the most part, um, they've taught me to do the right thing. Like that was a very um, doing the right thing and doing your best to be a good person the best way you could was like just something that was um, highlighted in my family. Not through being told. I was never like my parents were never like you got to be a good person. You got to be a good person. Mm-hmm. It's just I always saw. Like my dad and my mom do the right thing. You know, we live with yeah. my grandparents. They always did the right thing, man. Like they never intentionally hurt someone. They never tried to get something for themselves, like without, sorry, and harming someone else in the process. Yep. Like those opportunities come up for people all the time mm-hmm. and I just never saw them take them. And then there were times where overtly, yeah, my parents were like, when this happens, you do this, yep. which was the right thing to do in that situation. And that's what I learned. And I saw that when you did that, life was good. <laughs> like, mm. that's it. Mm. And um, when I got older and I saw people doing things that were the wrong thing, which were just clearly the wrong thing, yep. I saw how shit turned out for them. Yep. And it was shit. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to feel like that. And I don't want people to, um, I don't want to be received in that way by people. Mm. I don't want to be that shit part of their life or have brought any shit upon them. Like, I just don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, so, like, I just, I'd witnessed doing the right thing for a large portion of my life. And then for, you know, later in life, I saw the wrong thing a lot as well. And you yeah. see it, like, when you're a kid as well. I'm not saying that you never saw the wrong thing. I had the opportunity to and that I'd never done the wrong thing. Yeah. I'm not saying that either, that I'm, like, some righteous soldier who always knows what's right and does what's right not Mm. at all Mm. i'm sure i do plenty of things that are wrong all the time still but like not consciously i can say that with confidence like i always try to do the right thing man yeah um and also it's really important for my own conscious so like um not conscious sorry my own conscience yeah and my integrity and how i view myself yeah right absolutely because like when you do the wrong thing you feel like shit because you should (laughs) like because it sits with you yeah yeah and it sits with you and that's why you feel crappy about it yeah um and i don't want to feel like that yeah and part of maintaining my integrity um is doing the right thing Mm. and more than anything my integrity with myself is super important because it's how i identify with myself right so i choose to do the right thing yeah yeah Um, so it's self-serving as well i don't act like i'm some like of course um you know benevolent dude walking through earth just blessing people and doing the right thing yeah like it's not about that yeah. per se yeah right 
great if that's a but it does on effect. But it does as well that's the thing like and 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 i think it is completely um and absolutely okay for us to see it in that way as well and and be a little bit like not even a little bit just simply una- unapologetic about you know 100%. that it should know? serve you Correct. like this is your experience here yeah like it's your life because the thing is like people tend to forget that whatever serves you for the better is going to permeate out to whoever else you interact with totally. in the world as well totally you know what i mean yeah. so selfishness in that regard really isn't a, a bad thing yeah or, or, or it shouldn't be seen as negative totally you know it's this whole like we can dress it up with like the 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 buzzword of of the current times which mm. is self-love or self-care yeah same sort of concept right that's in a nutshell the, uh, the same thing mm. it just sounds more hippy dippy and cool and like buzzy and yeah you know it's okay to say now like, yes you know? it's but there's also practicality to it yeah, for, sure, for everyone at large, right? Um, the example that people use all the time is the oxygen mask on the plane, yeah. right? Which is, yeah. and if you've ever been on a plane, you've been through the drill, if an oxygen mask drops from the top, put on yours first and then attend to anyone who's with you like a child or someone elderly. Yeah. And that's for the simple fact that if you don't take care of yourself, you're not able to help anyone else. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. It's very right? simple, very practical. So there's a super practical component yeah. to taking care Absolutely. of yourself and being the person you want to be Absolutely. and being comfortable with that because only then can you help other people. Only then can you do anything for others mm. because if you feel like shit and you're, you know, you're not helping yourself, you're sure you're not going to be able to help anyone else. Totally. You're not. Totally. So it's important to um to serve yourself. Yeah, for sure. Essentially. Selfish has a bad connotation. It does. So maybe if that's how you feel about the word selfish, change it to self-service. Yeah. And serve yourself. Yeah. Everybody is so big these days about like being of service. Yeah. And I'm going to serve people. Mm. It's like serve yourself, man, too. Mm. Like it's okay. Yeah. And you should be doing that. And it should be the first person you're serving 100%. yourself. You know? If like, for no other reason than yeah. like, if you don't, you're actually not going to be able to serve anyone else yeah. in any way. Yeah. I mean, the, the, I always say like, if you're not your own first priority, then who else is going to put you up there? Yeah. Because you know? no one else is going to hold you higher than themselves. You know, yep. whether they say it or not, right? It's just, it's just not, it's just not the case. It's not re- real life. No, it's not. You know, so. And there's also this case I see a lot of like, people being martyrs Hmm. like this martyrdom of i'm going to sacrifice myself for the good of other people and all i say to that is like you're doing that for yourself too yeah all right like people that do that um and you know they run themselves in the ground taking care of other people is because how you want to be viewed as that person correct right no one's saying it to you but that's the fact yeah and maybe it's worth thinking about it in another way which is if you actually took care of yourself you're still able to take care of other people yeah. and you're actually going to be able to take care of them better. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And like there is no nobility in running yourself into the ground mm. to be seen as someone who's doing good. Because the thing is behind, like, that, that, behind that example, the intention is not necessarily to help. Correct. The intention is to be seen like you're one that Bingo. helps others. Yeah. You know? 
So you're doing it for the wrong reasons again. Like you're not actually wanting to help people. You mm. just want to be seen as the guy that helps people. So, you yeah. know. And that might, or maybe even if you don't see it as that way, right? If that's not apparent to you, like you're doing things to be seen in a certain way and you're not conscious of it. That's why it's also important to actually think about why you're doing the things you're doing mm. and what's important to you. Right, taking that time to work that shit out. Yeah. And then also taking the time to understand that if you operated differently, maybe you'd be able to deliver on the things you want and be a better person for people. Totally. And then have a much better effect. And you still get what you want, which is to be seen as that person. Yeah. Like, it's win-win. Yeah. So, yeah, man. I think that dynamic's pretty interesting that I've seen more and more, like, as we've gotten older. Yeah. Which is people that, like quote-unquote, just always have a hard time. You know, they're always like, oh, nothing goes right for me. They feel or they put out this uh, thing that, like, they've always got to take on the responsibility for things. And I'm like, you're putting that shit on yourself. Yeah. Right? 100%. I'm not saying you're not helping people. I'm not mm-hmm. saying you're not um, doing anything that's uh, beneficial. I'm just saying that, like, your approach to it might not be the best. Yeah. And that there is a better way. Yeah. Just frankly, there is a better way. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Mm. Totally. Yeah. So, how about you, mate? Have you um, thought about your own creed lately? I haven't, actually. So, um, given that each time we talk about uh, a topic, it's a, it's a surprise. It sprung this one on me. And um, I have to be honest, I don't uh, remember the first one that I wrote word for word. But I do. what I do know of it, and I do remember of it, is it is quite similar to... Um, yours mm-hmm. in aspects and what i can uh, recall from it is um there was aspects about you know uh, perseverance um and persistence and doing the right thing surrounding integrity mm-hmm. and creating balance in my life but um the point i'm trying to make is it was quite lengthy when i first um created mine yeah um and i think there were i guess uh, quite early lo- early on when I did that I think it was it must have been at least four years ago four or five years ago mm-hmm. and I think that it, it was the the beginning or maybe one year or two years into my uh, personal journey of growth and uh, going down this route um, and I was encompassing all the things that I wanted to do the behaviors that I wanted to exhibit so that I could further myself down this road and continue on that road basically Mm -hmm. right and over time i refined that so the next iteration was much smaller and i think it sort of just said um do the right thing all the time okay and that was it Mm -hmm. right all the time and i think that in that refinement it was an encompassment of everything without having to spell it out you know, yep. um, all those different elements. Because you knew what the right thing was for you. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Correct. So okay. after that, now it is something different again. It's just three words now. And it's like you, I've got it on my phone screensaver. Mm-hmm. And it's just more and less. That is, that, is my, uh, that is my overarching principle of behavior and acting uh, and value of life right now. Mm-hmm. And that's something that came um, probably six months ago that, that it, it, you know, came into clarity for me. 
And again, those three simple words, it in, that in itself is a reflection of the principle and what it, what it encompasses and what it means. Um, and for me, that's, that embodies everything that I want to do in life and how I want to view it is that it's all about taking a step back from everything, being acutely present in every single moment, seeing the depth and experiencing the depth of every single experience that I have in life and situation in life and not skimming over the surface, you know, being able to see the richness of color in everything in life, you know, and not just seeing grays and blacks and whites and just a blur go past me. Because you see a lot of people, you, you hear this quite often with people is that, oh, it's already, you know, March, you know, it's, it's already 2020. Where did the time go? All that sort of thing. Mm. And when I look back, I also feel the same way because, you know, if I'm not acutely present and living uh, and experiencing the depth of every moment of my life, it can very easily just fly by and it's just all a blur. And yeah. I just don't know what happened mm-hmm. and what it was all for. You know, it seems meaningless um, that we're just existing skirting over the surface of life and not really stopping to smell the roses, you know, yeah. as, as they say. Um, I guess that is a part of it. And uh, the more and less um, philosophy is in itself a practice because it's not easy to uphold or exhibit at every single moment. You know, it requires a a great deal of focus. Yes. But it also tells us that there is beauty and leisure and a great harmony of everything, you know, whether it's work or play Mm -hmm. or a bit of both. Yep. um, That that is, you know, molded in to this big fucking puddle of goo that we call life or living or experience or whatever. So... It's very, it's much deeper than the three words that are written. And mm. I feel like I've put it there because it, um, for that purpose, it's uh, ambiguous enough because it also is a, um, a humble recognition and acknowledgement that I don't know shit. And mm. I'd like to uphold that open-mindedness and curiosity throughout life as well. Yeah. You know, um, so yeah, there's there's a, a lot to it, but yeah, you know, that's uh, basically what it is. Cool. Yeah, I hadn't heard that yet from you. Yeah, and I think what's interesting after hearing you just explain it is that um, yours has uh, quite a level of ambiguity to it for you, yeah. which is what you want it to have. Correct. Right. Um, which is cool because of how I know you choose to live your life. Mm. Um, and whereas I realized while listening to yours, I was like, mine's actually quite specific. Mm. Mine's like almost a system I've set up for myself to like slot every single thing into. Yeah. And I guess, um, when I think about that for people that are listening, it's kind of like work out what's important to you and how you want to live your life as well. Totally. Yeah. Like I have very specific goals as you know, um, in different areas of my life. And I think being systemized 
and working out ways to categorize things and slot and move forward mm. works well for me. Yeah. Right. Whereas for you, um, you choose to approach life differently in a lot of areas to what I do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so your creed uh, is reflective of that. Yeah. And that that's important for people is like work out how you want to roll. And then work out your creed based on that. Totally. Like, it, it wouldn't make sense for anyone to simply rem- like copy um, ours word for word. No. They, they, like, it, unless, of course, it is deeply, d- deeply uh, resonating with, yeah. with you when we speak the words. And it elicits the same sort of emotions and feelings that we're describing in you right yes but the point is that it it must do that yeah regardless of whether they're our words or yours and also on that is um like uh my entire creed i didn't come up with that by myself in terms of like they weren't all my original thoughts um yet you might not copy word for word like your creed or my creed yep. but if there's parts in it that do resonate like you said feel free to take those on totally but they have to be they have to resonate with you, yeah. right? Like, for me, do the right thing is something that Andy Frizzella says all the time, mm. who's someone that I, um, you know, follow and learn from and study. Mm. And, you know, he talks about it uh, openly all the time, that it's a guiding principle of his life as well. Yeah. And it's do the right thing. Totally. So, and when you said that, it did deeply resonate with me. Every that, time he and, says and I'm it, I'm like, should that's it. should deeply resonate with a lot of people, I would, I would imagine. Yeah. And, you know, and, and that's that's a great point because, um, like you said, uh, my the, the the first creed that I wrote for myself personally, yeah, I took I took snippets and you know teachings from other people because yeah. they um, they they stirred something emotionally in me yeah. that made me want to adopt them, but that again that um, I think for for my purpose then it was a. A, a guidance mechanism for yeah. me to point me in a certain direction where I've come to a point where I have simply manifest my own, you know, yep. um, through the work that I've done, yeah. through leveraging other people's, you know, uh, mm. behavior or actions yeah. or beliefs or values that, that resonated with me as well. Yeah. So, yeah, again, important to, again, uh, have your own, but also if... You know, people always uh, quote other people all the time. People yeah. from, uh, you know, uh, recorded history. You always mm. see quotes and stuff like that. And you read it and you go like, oh, yeah, that, that's that's on the money, 100%. Yeah. You know, those those are your building blocks, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. You, when you come across stuff, see how it applies to you. Mm. And if it actually does resonate with you and if that's in the direction of where you want to be going. Mm. Like, I wasn't always in the frame of mind to be learning or earning, mm. right? But I saw that people who had achieved the things that I want to achieve were doing one of those two things yeah. pretty much at all times. Yeah. Like they were always learning or they were earning to mm. be able to put that towards what was important to them. And I'm yeah. like, hmm, maybe it's a good idea to take on that mentality and, and go down that path with your actions. Totally. So, um, but that's because there are things that I do want to achieve. And I yeah. saw those people doing those things and that's where, like, I borrowed it from. Yeah. Right? So, it's cool to borrow, but you need to make sure it's important to you. Yeah, for sure. And I think, um, again, these two different creeds that we each hold, it's, um, it's a really good example of, again, perspective 
and the way uh, people can think differently and、mm-hmm. want to look towards different things in life. You yeah, know? and it's completely okay. Like、yeah. it, that's that is the whole sort of premise behind you know the Hustle and Flow podcast is that we do come from different, very different perspectives, but we're able to come and talk about and and, and understand each other.、Um, You know, to to different degrees. You know,、yeah. whether we、uh, agree, disagree, or impartial, it doesn't really matter,、mm. right? It's just about understanding that again, there's no right or wrong in this process of creating for yourself or understanding for yourself what it is that you want to exude、yes. as, as as you, the human being. Yeah, you know, you don't have to mimic anyone. You know, and、no. it doesn't have to be the same as anyone else's. It can be. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I think that's so important. And I think on that as well with creeds, it's a really cool way to try and guide yourself into becoming the person you want to be. Yeah, and being the way that you want to be. Yeah, right. For sure. Like it's a good guide. And and that's what I would say as well to people that are thinking about、um, coming up with their own creed, which is. Excuse me. Build an element into it, which is aspirational for you. Yeah. Of where you want to be, where you want to get to, or how you want to operate. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hundred percent. Like you know, my like like I said, going back to 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 the first creed that I created for myself, that was exactly that. It it funneled、yep. me into where I am now,、mm-hmm. to how I think now. Yeah. And it's it's it wasn't clear to me back then, obviously, but、yep. I needed that guidance. Uh, all those barriers、yep. to to guide me to understanding deeply what it is that、uh, I want to represent、yeah. in life, and that's all it is,、yep. more and less. For sure, yeah, for sure. And I guess there,、um, correct me if I'm wrong, but there be times you still get caught up in the detail. Yeah, absolutely. Right, that、um, you don't see more and less. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent, man. And and for me, there's times where I'm not learning or earning. Where I might have slacked off on something,、yeah. right, or that I am like focused on the negative instead of the blessings around me.、Mm. And I guess what's important and why I bring that up is you're never going to be able to stick to your creed 100 of the time. Yeah, like we're humans, man. It's、yeah. just not going to happen. But、um, I guess a goal should be to live by it as much as you can. Yeah, and consciously,、sure. don't let yourself off the hook either. Don't be like, oh, this is a hard thing to do, or、um, you know, don't write such a lofty, you know, creed or set of principles for yourself that just like aren't gonna happen, man. Yeah. Right. You have to have、yeah. a level of practicality、yeah. and be realistic about things as well. Yeah.、Um, because otherwise, like, there's no point to doing it. Yeah, totally, totally. And and just、um, for me. When I wrote mine, I was like, "What would be my ideal situation?"、Mm. Right,、mm. and that's what it is. It's like it's your ideal, yeah. And then you pursue that, yeah. But also understand that in that pursuit, it's not going to go perfectly all yeah, the time, and、totally. that's okay. But it's it's awesome to have a creed and these principles, or a principle that you live your life by, to be able to come back to. Yeah, for、you、sure,、know. and that's the key. And I'll I'll explain the same thing、um, from from a more flowy aspect because that's why we're here. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I 
I always explain this to people, um, you know, uh, with regards to Zen Buddhism and the the belief of practice mm-hmm. and um, and meditation, and because the general premise of of most Buddhist teachings is to attain a state of enlightenment, but we also know that with Buddhist teaching, we understand when we adopt this way of thinking that it's unattainable, but we also continue to work towards it every single day and get as close as we can in this existence. Yeah. And that's all it's about. It's practicing the art of practice, getting better at practicing, but not really getting too tied up on attaining anything per se, mm-hmm. anything tangible, but it's just to keep us on this path that we've drawn for ourselves just keep walking you yep. know left foot right foot that's it you mm-hmm. know and, and just trust that that is going to yield you exactly who you want to become in yep. the future you know because your principles and how you behave and act is going to you know reflect in the future yes yeah and um with that as well i think there's like this elephant in the room that no one talks about when people like it's the journey, not the destination, mm. or that if you're trying to get to something that you know is not actually attainable, mm. um, I think a lot of people would be like, well, then why would you even try? If you know you're not going to get there, what's the point? Yeah. And the point is because in doing that work, in walking that path, in going on that journey, you become someone better. That's right. And that's what it's about. That's it's right. becoming better. It's not getting to that end point. It's about who you become along that journey, mm. who you become in that process, who you become by doing the work um, yeah. in line with um, the attainment of that what may be impossible. Yeah. But in getting close to it, right, you just become so much better. Yeah. And you're better for it. And yeah. everyone else is better for it as well yeah, around for you. sure. And that's beautiful. Totally. And, and it's also like exactly right, man. And, exa- and it's also just a detachment from whatever it is that you, you know, uh, picture at the end of the tunnel. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's a clear detachment from that. Um, it's not saying that, you know, just because it's unattainable that we shouldn't bother. But if you do the work and you continue down the road, you're still going to achieve beautiful things. Yes. Because you're doing the work. And they may not look exactly the same, mm. but they could be just as good, good or better. Yeah. You know, who knows? But it, that, that point is not so, to, so much to say that it's, oh, it's unattainable, so let's not bother. It's a detachment from what is at the end, you know, and yeah. that's it, you know. Because it's, we might not get what we want all the time. Correct. We don't as people. That's right. And as humans. So also having a level of comfortability with that. Also, not to let yourself off the hook that it's never going to get there yeah, or you're never exactly. going to get there so you don't put in the effort. Yeah. It's like you should be aiming for those things. I think that's, you know, an important thing to do in your life. Totally. It's, an, it's, a, it's simply an identification of the path you want to walk yeah. and um, the unwavering um, values and principles that continue to drive you along the path and that's yeah that's all it is yeah you identify where you want to go and keep walking and that's all yeah and understand that if you keep walking things are going to get better because you're moving forward that's it yeah and you learn things yeah 
and you'll come across things that you may not have come across had you chosen not to walk the path 100 percent. yeah yeah cool man um anything else to cover on on the topic of creeds no i'm good yeah yeah i think that's um i think that wraps it up nicely yeah i mean if anyone has any questions about it if anyone has um if anyone wants to share their creed or wants to ask us or have wants assistance um, or have any questions about how they should start or anything like that, hey, man, just hit us up. Um, where can they find you, Sean? Um, best place to find me is on Instagram. So my Instagram is Sean Coop. So S-H-A-U-N underscore C-O-O-P. And yeah, man, just send me a message. We can chat there. Yeah. Easiest place. Yeah. And for me, you can find me on my website, findingspace.co. Um, on Facebook and Instagram it's also just findingspace.co so hit me up send me an email send me a message uh, and yeah we can chat from there and before we head off guys as always we just ask for your help if you found um, something of value in here it helped you or you think it could help someone else please do us a solid and just share this with one other person it's how we grow the podcast and um, you know we want to get the word out to people on things that could help them and yeah, I think it's a fair fee. Someone helped you. Fair fee, man. And yeah. and again, if there's any sort of topics that you guys would like us to cover or talk about, uh, hit us up and let us know. Until next time, guys. Until next time. Thanks. See ya.